Yeah, I mean, like, about 10 years ago, I mean, it's still the same in terms of representation, and, and I'm unfortunately used to being uh, the only one, um, only black woman in the room. In the room. I came out from the mall, dread-headed dog, had big dreams, but my city was too small. Hey, what's up, everybody? Once again, dog, this is the Dreadhead and Ted Podcast, and I'm your host, Vance Hilaire. And for this episode today, which is episode six, we have a young, dread-headed queen in the building that goes by the name of Ngozi. And Ngozi will explain to you guys how she got into the tech industry as a marketer, but at the same time, though, you will learn the power of networking and you also get like valuable useful tips to use as a marketer or to market your brand or startup idea and so on so with that being said dog i'ma sit back relax and her do a thing but don't forget though leave us a good review and also share this hi i am gozi obona i do performance marketing user acquisition for primarily mobile first early to mid-stage startups okay right now you are located in new york right yes are you uh, born and raised in New York or somewhere else? I'm originally from Nigeria, and I have lived in Boston and Jersey and have been in New York for 12 years now. Oh, wow. It's a lot of moves. So when did you come to America before you went to Boston and Jersey? Oh, uh, late 80s when I was uh, young. Okay. With the family or was it by yourself? Yeah, my dad got a scholarship to study, to get his master's and then ultimately his PhD at, at Boston University. And so we followed him and, um, you know, stayed. Uh, now, as far as uh, background-wise, like, what, what were your major in, um, in college? I have been studying marketing forever. I remember taking a marketing class in high school, uh, find out, found out that I was really good at it and entered competitions and did very well, won first place and third place in another uh, competition regionally and decided to continue my studies in college and then ultimately uh, continued uh, studying marketing with a digital media um, extension when I went to grad school at NYU. Uh, okay, so NYU. So before NYU, did you go somewhere else? Northeastern University in Boston. Okay, all right. So now, after college, um, what were the exact next steps? Did you get into tech right after college, or did you work somewhere else? Well, I always say that the traditional marketing career path is you either go to a CPG, you know, do brand management, or you, you know, go to an agency. Uh, and I did neither. I went into entertainment. I interned at Universal Music and then ultimately got into radio with a clear channel now iHeart media mm. and and also tv ca- cable uh company so started my career in entertainment and media ah uh, okay now did you like entertainment media yeah it was fun i was doing uh you know integrated uh marketing which is essentially just multi-platform uh cross-channel marketing so um integrations on air what we call linear and uh, digital, so a lot of web and a little bit of mobile app at the time, mm-hmm. and um, you know events, so on site. Okay, now before we actually go into further details about the career itself, uh, I'm kind of interested interested to know how did you get inspired to get into marketing or to study marketing? What was the thing as a young you know you know person to go to school for that? I personally credit who's the boss. So Angela, uh, one of the main characters, she was in advertising and she um, was drawing and and pitching and 
Uh, I, when I was younger, I, I still love art, but I, I used to draw and I and thought it was so interesting that you can, you can be in business, uh, but also utilize your artistic and creative, you know, skill sets and, and learned that advertising was kind of a sub-discipline of marketing. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to, uh, you know, learn marketing and, and all the different facets of it. After, okay, after NYU, um, did you get the job position um, in the entertainment field in, in New York? Was it in New Jersey somewhere? So when I was at uh, the uh, cable TV, uh, at the time we were um, doing a lot more advertising and sponsorships on, on the web. Um, and, you know, doing like takeovers and um, skyscrapers and, you know, different ad units. And I um, thought it was really, really interesting that now digital, and I mentioned before, mobile app, a lot, you know, text-based really, but still interesting that we're utilizing different digital platforms. And so I definitely wanted to uh, study that um, at NYU and was really fortunate that at the time that I went, uh, that was when the tech scene was just starting to um you know you know take shape at the time foursquare was just getting started uh task a bunch of other uh, startups were were, you're starting to develop and and you know launching in new york and growing and and really got entrenched in the scene and and did a lot of uh internships at mobile first uh startups specifically those that were app focused so a lotion a location-based social networking app and Mm. a gaming app uh, and um, you know, just kind of stuck with the industry um, after school. Oh, okay. So basically, overall, your main introduction to the actual that tech ecosystem itself was doing internship and startups. Yes. Yes. Uh, do you still remember like the the first exact um, intern or startup that you interned for? Do you remember? Yeah, it was a company called Sonar, and uh, it was location-based uh, social networking app. So it would take in all the all the social graphs um, based on the check-in on Foursquare. So you would check into a location and it would kind of take your, you connect LinkedIn, you connect Facebook, uh, Twitter, and it would show you all the people that are checked into that location, how you're connected. So maybe you went to the same school or you know the same people or maybe you work at the same company mm-hmm. um, or follow each other. And it was a way to, based on location, connect with other people and have insight into, you know, any commonalities to kind of break the ice to help you meet more people. Because um, mm. it was a lot easier to kind of, you know, via Twitter, introduce yourself like, hey, we're both at this place and we both know this person, kind of like an icebreaker um, to kind of help facilitate networking and, and fantastic product. And I think it was just a little too early, mm. um, but... You know, it, it was such a fantastic experience and, you know, led me to other mobile apps in, in terms of uh, learning how to, you know, drive user acquisition and promote it and get users on board and um, ultimately led me to not only continue to um, utilize or, or drive user acquisition for uh, mobile apps on the client side, but also led to my experience in ad tech as you know, um, a senior client strategist where I would be running uh, user acquisition campaigns for a number of different apps and categories and industries like uh, retail or finance or auto, et cetera. And then one, one key thing you said is uh, it was too early. And then the thing about like most uh, companies that don't succeed, I mean, aside from like, you know, lack of funding is sometimes it could be either too early or, or too late. 
um, you know, but so I definitely agree on that part. But okay, so now overall, as far as the intern goes, to kind of wrap up on that aspect, how did you get involved exactly in that um, as an intern in that company? Like, was it through the school or was it through a friend or? The, I forget which class it was. I think it was a it was a marketing class, uh, a brand marketing class, uh, and the one of the founder and CEO gave a talk and he also mentioned that they were looking for interns and so I, you know, tossed my hat into the ring and ended up, you know, interning for about six months there. So after that, in those intern positions, um, what was the next company that you got involved? So after I graduated from school, I ended up uh, at a mobile app development startup, so a, a company that built apps for other startups, other uh, brands, and uh, my role was account manager, so helped uh, with the process of kind of wrangling all the teams and onboarding the client and then facilitating and helping to kind of monitor, uh, project manage the, the engagement and ultimately helping to then launch the app on the on the app store. Mm, okay, now same similar question, you know, like, like I asked earlier about the intern. Because, because one thing that we want to do on this podcast is, is to kind of capture the steps of how someone actually got the job so it could basically either inspire or either help out the next person trying to look for a job. So for that particular job itself, what were the steps that, that got you involved? Like how did you find out um, about that job? So I so while at school, I think I interned. Um, so I, I did the Langone program um, for the MBA, Business Administration, and it was a three-year program. And so throughout the entire time, I was interning. And so uh, doing a lot of networking and, and looking to secure the next internship when I knew, um, you know, the current one was, was coming up, um, in terms of, uh, you know, ending. So with that experience and having especially mobile app, um, experience under my belt, I was able to get an interview through networking. I went to, you know, tech meetups and uh, met a couple folks mentioned that, you know, I was graduating and looking for, for work and ended up getting connected to someone who, um, was able to introduce me to the hiring manager and, and kind of took it from there. Okay. Now, earlier you mentioned that um, when you got into tech in New York, it was like around the time where these uh, the, the the companies such as Foursquare, TaskRabbit were just startup companies, right? Yeah. So around that time, I mean, even though now it's still like lack diversity, but around that time itself, it was like worse. And I'm trying to say, so in other words, because even you know uh, when I first met you at, at that tech uh, meetup event, like yeah. seeing like a, another dread ahead, I was like, yo, that's this is this is cool because because <laughs> when I go to this meetup, yeah, it's always dread and tech. So for those listening, she has dreads too, so that's why like we, I kind of I kind of connect with her when I saw her, uh, you know, as a guest speaker on the panel. So I'm saying to say when I went to these uh, meetup events, there was no dreadheads at all. Like, like there was barely black people, right? But yeah. there was never any dreadheads, right? So at that time when you was coming up at, at, around that era of, of the Foursquare and, and Test Rapid, what was the experience for you as a black queen? You know, like was it were you accepted? You know, or was it difficult? Did you, did you have uh you know did you have any second you know doubts or what, what was it? Yeah, I mean, like, about 10 years ago, I mean, it's still the same in terms of representation, and, and I'm unfortunately used to being uh, the only one, um, only black woman in the room. It, you know, was the case back then, but I think because there was so much excitement about startups and everything was new, and, you know, it's not cool to leave a larger 
a company and work at a startup. Um, but back then, it was super, super risky. Uh, people did not want to leave their comfortable checks, comfortable benefits um, to you know take a risk at a, not even a small business, you know, on, on an idea um, as you know people were looking to build. So it, it was easier to, to get in from the ground up because they were they were just looking to hire and hire quickly. So they're just looking for talented people who had the skill sets that, that they were looking for um, to, to help them build, you know, this company. So it was, for me, I found a lot of success just networking and, you know, going to those meetups and, and uh, you know, talking to folks and, and getting introductions and um, just hustling to, you know, to get in front of, you know, the right person who happened to be hiring or looking for marketing talent or just looking for, for help. Um, so it was, it was uh, easier back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, you know, as I mentioned, you know, a lot of people that have worked for like huge, you know, multi-global conglomerates are, are now looking at startups or even starting their own. And, mm-hmm. and you know, the, the talent pool is, is uh drastically increase as, as a lot of more people are considering you know, going to you know startups be it early stage mid or, or even late late stage startups like a, a facebook or, or google yeah that made perfect sense now um i know we spoke uh briefly about when when i met you back then you was that uh ticket what, what, what was it called but today ticks. Yeah, today ticks. So, are you? Are you? What happened with that? Are you? Uh, how long, man? Okay, before we go on, um, how did you get that job? And and also, you know, are you still there? If not, what happened? Uh, I got that job um, through the VP of marketing. I again uh, met her at conferences, formed a relationship. You, it's a very small user acquisition performance marketing community, especially in New York. So you start seeing the same people at different events and, and conferences and, and meetups and formed a relationship. And um, I was at another company at the time and for almost a year, um, you know, had conversations with her in terms of, you know, ideas, um, you know, strategies and tactics and, and just talking about the space and talking about, you know, today's takes and their needs. And ultimately, she ended up, you know, coaching me, convincing me after after some time to, to you know, join the company and, and help lead their, their performance and user acquisition. Mm-hmm. And then uh, how, how long were you in that, uh, in, the, in, the, in the company for? I was there almost a couple years and I decided to take a break. I wanted to, you know, travel uh, and had an opportunity to do that, and um, now consulting and you know kind of exploring that and and you know figuring out the next chapter. Okay, and then when you say consulting, do you mean um like consulting startups, entrepreneurs, uh, marketers, who are- all the above? Yeah, <laughs> uh, so you know working with you know early stealth startups, small businesses uh, on you know campaign management, development, paid media strategy, go to market strategy, etc. Okay, so now is this more of a? Um, I guess you must have formed a company for that, or is it more of a freelancer uh, type of? A- more, more freelancer, kind of dipping my toes and and seeing how things go, and and you know taking it from there. Knowing that you have you know great background skill sets in the tech industry, is your overall goal is to is one day to make your own company, whether it's consulting, whether it's another uh, your own startup tech, or what's what's the overall vision? My own startup down the road, I think, but also not opposed to going back in house. I, I think it'd be for it would have to be for like the really great and unique opportunity, but 
figuring that out. Um, there, there is a lot of demand, especially for performance marketing user acquisition and, and limited supply. So there is, you know, a lot of opportunities. So kind of exploring. Okay. So now as far as the consulting, um, you know, business goal right now. So how do you find clients? <laughs> networking. <laughs> You're going to hear me say networking a lot. <laughs> networking, networking, networking. Um, you know, we were able to connect you know, at, at, a, at a meetup, and that's how a lot of um, my relationships with uh, colleagues and, uh, and uh, you know, potential uh, clients have, um, you know, initiated. And, and it's super critical, especially in this space, to, to be out there, um, to meet a lot of people, because you never know when that next conversation, you know, could lead to a, a job opportunity or a, a referral you know, so, you know, networking, 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 I think is super critical, especially if you're trying to get into a, a new space for those who are maybe looking to maybe transition to uh, a new industry or a new company. And, you know, putting yourself out there and, and getting in front of, uh, finding the right people and getting in front of them is, is uh, critical. No, yeah, no, what you said is so true because even um, whenever my peers ask me, you know, um, how can they get into tech, the, the key thing is always like networking. It's, it's really yeah. about introductions you know what i'm trying to say but a lot of folks you know one thing i would say about you you look like a great person that knows how to network so I, you have that the skills but for those that either might be shy or don't have the skill like how do you or, or, or do you have any tips and advice to give those that want to network yeah one thing i love about meetup specifically is that they have a group for just about any interest so if you're interested in coding if you're interested in social media if you're interested in learning how to speak French, you know, for instance, like there is a group for you. And I think technically, I could technically consider myself an introvert in, in that I, you know, I don't like too many crowds. I mean, I, I'm, I'm social and, and outgoing, but I always have to kind of like retreat and, and, you know, find space for myself to kind of re-energize um, because, you know, so many, you know, large crowds and so many people kind of suck out. Um, a lot of energy, uh, and so the tech, you know, the technical definition for an introvert that you need to kind of recharge within yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, for those that that are also introverts or they're shy, um, I recommend um, you know starting out with meetup groups or organizations that are focused on your interests. So if you are super interested in product, coding, um, you know, what have you. Uh, finding other people that are interested in those topics, and I think um, the passion that you have for for that content will will help you kind of get out of your your, your shell and and help you have facilitate more conversations because it's something that you're actually interested in, and you can meet people that are share the same interest and passion, and I think uh, that will be an easier way to kind of like ease yourself in in terms of networking. Um, but ultimately, you have to put yourself out there. Um, you're not going to meet. You know, people you, you don't see and you're not in front of if you don't, you know, go to that event or that conference and, and put yourself out there. No, yeah, no, that made perfect sense. So, okay, so now from, you know, your overall experience, right, in the in this industry, um, would you say that so far this was the best decision you've made? Or if you could go back to school back when you was a kid, would you decide on something else? So I... I've always loved marketing and I've found that I've been good at it. And, and what I love about it specifically is that it just merges my interest in 
in the arts and the creative aspect of it. I, I love the strategy piece of it, the problem solving and putting puzzles together, pieces of the puzzle together to kind of figure things out. And also the, the data and analytics piece of it. Um, so it merges all of like my interests. Um, and, you know, with user acquisition specifically in performance marketing, you have to utilize all those kind of skills, skill sets to, to be successful. And, and I appreciate that. And I think, you know, mobile and digital is such a great space because it's constantly changing, it's constantly growing. Um, there's always new players, new platforms, uh, new tactics and strategies, new solutions and products. And so, you know, one day is not the same as the next. And in terms of just mobile in general, I am a gadget freak. I love phones and, and, and gadgets and tech and AI and VR and all, all that stuff. And I, when I was younger, I always thought that I needed to learn how to, to code or I needed to be an engineer to be able to have a um, career in tech. And so I was very, very happy to um, realize that I can utilize my love of marketing and my marketing experience and, and skills to still have a career in tech. Um, even um, if I'm not as technical as um, some of the other folks. I actually, actually love that you actually touch uh, base on that aspect as well because a lot of folks, when they hear, you know, tech or so, so and so in tech, they think you have to be nerdy, geeky, like a coder, like one of those kids with glasses on in a dark room. So, so can you, like, I guess, explain to the people who listen that, listen, you don't need to know how to code. If you don't like coding, that's not, if that's not your thing, there's other ways to get into tech, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea to, to learn how to code, mm-hmm. at the very least, um, be familiar with like HTML, Java, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, not have knowledge of the different coding languages, Python, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in this space, um, you have to have technical knowledge. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't think it's a bad idea to, you know, learn some coding, you know, whether it's Java or HTML, mm-hmm. or, and, or be knowledgeable of the different languages like Python, um, but you, you do have to learn and know how to work well with product teams, mm-hmm. with engineers, data scientists, you know, the tech, more technical folks and learn how to um, speak their language mm-hmm. so that you can help facilitate better relationships as you're trying to achieve your goals from whether it's from a marketing standpoint or, you know, whatever function that you, you currently lead at a, at a, at a startup. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, like to at least know at least the all the basics, you know, um, will get you in and get you started. Because like, I guess I, I guess for um our culture, especially I guess from where I'm from, like in the hood hood area, like I'm trying to find a way to kind of inspire, motivate more black folks to look at the tech industry as a an, as a possible career option. Whether that's them learning how to code, whether that's them actually going into it. So you being in it, you know, like, like, what are some ways can we get more non, you know, uh, tech black folks involved um, in a tech industry or to at least look at it as an interest? I think just ex- exposure, um, you know, organizations like Afrotech or Black Girls Code or Girls Who Code and, and the like that are specifically focused on um, underrepresented and, and frankly underestimated uh, groups. Um, you know, like people of color, specifically black women, um, I, I think it it serves folks well to engage with those uh, um, organizations, learn about them, learn about what they're doing. They have really, really great programs, not only in terms of education and development, but to also um, help uh, facilitate uh, introductions and um, opportunities with different 
tech fields in addition to uh, tech companies. So I think just kind of just getting involved and, 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 you know, even if it's just following them on, on Twitter or Instagram, just familiarizing yourselves with those organizations, what they're talking about, who the players are, um, what opportunities there are and figuring out what, you know, what works for, for your interests. I love that. Now, so as we wrap up, so as a marketer, um, can you give us five great marketing tips to either, okay, matter of fact, let's five tips for like for actual marketers, right? And then, Five more tips for a startup on how they could market their uh, product or company. So, so let's start with the five tip for the actual marketer, him, like him or herself. Oh, marketing, marketing in terms of your brand. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, let's say if you know me, Benz, I'm a marketer, right, for whatever company, right? And my goal is to basically receive five tips on how to be a better marketer, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's the one side. Then okay. the next question would be. I mean, five tips on to marketing the brand, whether it's a startup or a product. As a, as a marketer, what what the five tips can I be to that? Can I use to become a better marketer? For your first question, uh, one build relationships. It's so very important. Like marketing doesn't happen in the, in a silo. You have to have great relationships with your creative team, your product team, your engineers, data, um, etc. So build great. great internal relationships so you can make sure that you guys are all on the same page and focus on the goal which should be to you know grow the brand grow the business uh second you know be informed uh you know whether it's going to a conference uh listening to podcasts reading um you know talking to your peers make sure that you're always learning things change uh you know new things come up all the time and it's it's important to be you know up to date and what's happening in your industry in your field uh, three, uh, study. Uh, it's, you know, whether it's going back to school, like I, I um, went to, um, I, I did a, a data analytic class at, at General Assembly, and it was a 10-week intensive course on analytics and, and you know, enhancing the skill sets in Excel and learning BI and uh, data visualization tools and, you know, learning SQL and all that. I mean, those are skill sets that continue to um, help me do my job better. So, um, you know, education, you know, uh, continuing to um, learn new skill sets and, you know, doesn't always hurt to, to, to brush up on existing skill sets. So if you want to refine your skills in Excel or refine, um, you know, whatever specific skill sets, even if it's public speaking, you know, taking classes or, or um, joining Toastmasters so you can perfect your, your, um, your speaking um you know, uh, skills, that's, that's always uh, good to do. That itself is like basically two and one, so I think you only have one more left because uh, the public speaking, also the education part is like two great tips into one. Does that make sense? Yes, so I think yeah. you have like one more, uh, you give us one more, um, Joe. Yeah, so the last one, uh, again, um, it's going to sound like a broken record, but, but network. Um, mm. Put yourself out there, meet people, um, you know, I have, you know, randomly messaged, uh, you know, people on LinkedIn because I thought they were interesting or I, I read an article or saw them speak and, and um, you know, reached out and, um, you know, not always going to work, but, you know, do put yourself out there, do look to meet people, meet more pe- uh, peers and colleagues and, and form 
peer groups where you you can you know go to uh, go to them and, and ask questions and and get advice and and um, again learn um, from them and, and and vice versa. That's great. That's that's. I'm very impressed, man, because because you was like you was on it because I. <laughs> you know your stuff now as far as uh, brand wise right like like what are some five tips where you could I guess as a brand I mean I'm guessing every brand gonna be different because it's different you know uh, sectors but as far as uh, just overall general what are some yeah. like, tips to get the word across number one measure everything um, it's super important to to be able to attribute and, and measure uh, stats on your campaigns, uh, your customers, um, you know, whether it's surveys or, uh, you know, you're doing focus groups, capture data. Uh, that's going to only help you learn more about your customers, um, how they're using your product or service, and also figure out what's working and what isn't. So, you know, capturing data, learning um, from that data and utilize that to make informed, driven decisions uh, is important. Um, identify your, your product market fit. Uh, who is your customer? What value are you bringing? How are you meeting their needs? And how can you um, message that and, and um, you know, educate the consumer on, on, on why they should care about your, your brand, use your brand, etc. Uh, third is, you know, as you're looking to, to market, you know, make sure you have a really diversified media mix in both the paid and organic side. You should definitely never focus and rely on one channel. Um, you know, and especially when you're starting out, you know, budgets are, are lower and, you know, you're, you want to kind of just, you know, attack, you know, low-hanging fruit and that makes sense. But you want to diversify the different channels that you, you market on. And, and make sure that you have a good enough mix that you are reaching your users, not everywhere they are, but it feels like you are. Um, fourth, I think that's my fourth one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's you know paying attention on what the, the the industry is doing. What are your competitors doing? What are they not doing? You know what other brands are that are similar in, ter- in terms of ethos or culture or um, aesthetics, you know, what brands do you admire and how are they marketing? How are they communicating with their customers? How are they presenting themselves and, and seeing if you can learn and, and, and borrow um, some of those ideas and, and adapt them and apply them to your brand if it makes sense. And lastly, I think it's uh, also critical that you pay attention to your customers. The customer should always come first. Mm-hmm. You know, you what you there's been a lot of times where you know you think an ad or you think a message or you think a, a tactic or strategy is going to work and and the customers don't respond the way you think they they should mm-hmm. uh, and so it's always important to listen to them um, you know look at their behaviors um, how are they interacting how are they not whether they're responding to in terms of messaging or or you know what what's the community saying about your brand and and making sure that you're always putting uh, the customer. First uh, and and catering to to their their needs because ultimately they will make or break your brand and mm-hmm. you want to um, make sure that you're serving them well. Yeah, that's facts. All facts. Now that's that's amazing. Now, so I'm sure the audience might have more questions for you. So to 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 actually contact you, how can anybody reach out to you for any questions or advice? 
Oh, I am on Twitter at GoGoBrooklyn, G-O-G-O-B-R-O-O-K-L-N. And uh, you can also find me on LinkedIn at N-G-O-Z-I. O-G-B-O-N-N-A. The fact that, you know, you're giving out your information, like, you're actually for real, for real about it. Because I know when I met you, when you kind of gave me, when we connected, because some, you know, some folks, they'll connect, but then when you hit them up, it's like, they don't really want to, you know, reply back. So, wait, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I was like, man, let me let me hit up Ghost. Let me see if she'll respond back. Let me see if she might either forgot or whatever. She might even, you know, either too big or too too famous now, whatever. But no, but you actually never responded back, you know, promptly. I was like, man, that's, that's like super, super dope to actually tell me at the meetup. Because it was like our first time meeting. Hey, you know, you can always reach out any day, any time. And to find out, like, you know, a year or two later, you still kept your words. So I respect that a lot. You know what I'm talking about? I appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad we, we connected. You are doing great stuff. And it's amazing to watch, you know, how much you've built and, and what you're And I'm just excited to continue to watch you do your thing. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So now before you leave, um... Can you give us any, I guess, word of wisdom to me, to the listeners? Like, what is one thing you would like the world to know either about you or either about life, a career? This is like your time to say whatever you want to say. I think some of the big, biggest lessons um, that I've learned throughout my career is that grit and perseverance will take you far. Um, you know, you're going to fall down, uh, you know, you're going to fail and that's okay. Get up, keep pushing forward, uh, you know, keep driving towards your dreams and, and don't give up. You, you know, it's, it's a tough business. Um, and, and life is, is long and it's hard. And, um, you know, if we can be fortunate, fortunate enough to, to build really great relationships, friendships, um, you know, it, it will help take you far. I came out from the moon.